R&B, hip-hop status, true more or less, jazz classical type hits. That's the side effect, yeah, but internationally loaned to play the best hits. Independent radio spins, non-politic, filled with all types of advice. Inspiration through the daily crew that bring moods, pumping straight flavor. Nicki Minaj and a Teddy Rally. So grab your champagne and vibe, meet you in the lobby. Side effects of poor groupers, radio blast rise. From Monday to Wednesday, Thursday to Friday. 7 p.m., so keep it tuned on the fly day. The side effect way, you're the highway. 30 minute in they cool Wednesday. That's Jag on the airway still. The side effect way on the highway. Call 323-784-9635. We live in effect with the side side radio. The side effect The side effect The side effect Hi, this is Miguel A. Nunez Jr., Joanna Man in the house, and you guys are listening to Side Effects Radio. Hello, world. Welcome to another edition of the Psy Effect Radio Show. I am Psy, your host. I want to thank you all for tuning in tonight. I do appreciate you. If you are on Twitter and Instagram, or as the old folks say, Twitter. <laughs> if you're on Twitter and Instagram, follow your girl at I am Psy. Also, like the Psy Effect fan page on Facebook. I'm everywhere, honey. Google me, MySpace, Black Planet. Don't laugh, yeah. A sister's still on Black Planet. Don't laugh, don't laugh. <laughs> also, you can listen to the Side Effect Radio Show 24-7. Yeah, don't matter if you're one of those night owls that fall asleep 4 o'clock in the morning. Guess what? Turn on the Side Effect to see what your girl's talking about because you know I'm probably talking about something crazy. I don't know what's going on. You don't know what's going to come out of my mouth. Heck, I don't even know what's going to come out of my mouth. But you can also log on to www.blogtalkradio.com or slash the side effect radio show as well as itunes yep i'm moving on up moving on up your girl is on itunes you can download me take me everywhere you are your car the gym the bathroom but pull that shower curtain you know pull it close a little bit because i don't want to you know i don't want to smell what y'all doing in the bathroom but <laughs> take me everywhere google your girl on itunes the side effect all right tonight's special guest is veteran actor, producer, writer, whew, this dude do it all, director, Mr. Miguel A. Nunez Jr. I've been a fan of Miguel for over 20 years. First learned of Miguel watching a television show, Sparks. We had Kim Whitley, Terrence Howard, the dad from Fresh Prince. That's a shame. I never remember the guy's name. I don't think anybody remember his name. No disrespect. But he's always going to be the dad from Fresh Prince. But Miguel has had an extensive body of work. Let's let's see. Let's check this out. Thea, Living Single, Martin, Hanging with Mr. Cooper, Lethal Weapon 3, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Harlem Nights, Amen, Jumpin' Jack Flash, um, Twilight Zone, Thin Line Between Love and Hate, Why Do Foods Fall in Love, The Hughleys, The Parkers, Nutty Professor, Bernie Mac Show, oh, we cannot forget Joanna Man, My Wife and Kids, The Tracy Morgan Show, Meet Dave, and also his new television show, Bells, which I love. And he's going to be discussing his film that's going to be soon released called School Dance with Kevin Hart, Nick Cannon, and a whole slew of other people. So sit back, 
relax. Don't go nowhere because I will be back with Mr. Miguel Nunez Jr. right after this. What's going on, world? It's your girl, Sai. Would you like to be a guest on the Sai Effect radio show? If so, email thesaieffect at gmail.com for consideration. Hey, everybody out there. This is your girl, Lunel, and I'm hanging with my girl, Sai, on the Side Effect radio show. Don't go nowhere. If you want to get game, keep listening. Welcome to the Side Effect radio show. The very talented, hella funny Gotta add sexy to the uh, mix, Mr. Miguel Nunez. Welcome, Miguel. How are you? I'm wonderful, thank you. I want to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to speak with us on the Side Effect Radio Show. I do appreciate it. My pleasure. Now, your acting career spans over 25 years. How do you how are you able to remain relevant? Just the bottom line is you just got to keep at it. You can never give up. You got to keep pushing. You got to change up. I'm producing now and I'm starting some of this stuff. You just got to keep at it. You got to never give up. That's my key. Never give up. Tell us about the young Miguel. When did you discover your love for entertainment, acting? All I remember is since I was a baby, since the day I could speak, all I said was I wanted to be an actor. I remember my mom was three years old. My mom said, she thanked me, and I told her, when I become a movie star, I'm not going to buy you nothing. I was I was, I was, was really tough. I actually didn't even know what acting was before, and I was still saying I was going to be on TV. I don't know. I, I, some, they say some people learn how to act. Some people are born actors. I can honestly say that I, had, I was born an actor because ever since I could speak, that's all I ever wanted to do. All I, since I was a little baby, all I would say, I was going to be a movie star. Wow, and look at you now. Hey, look at you now. <laughs> <laughs> I've been, Miguel, I've been a fan. I've been a fan since seeing you in Sparks. You you seem naturally funny. You're hilarious. Is that something natural, or do you have to work at it? Oh, no. I, I mean, I've been that way since I was a kid as well. I mean, I was always the funny one in class, always the funny one in the family, always the one making the jokes, always the one getting sent to the principal's office. Uh, and, and that's just been my whole thing. I believe laughter is the key to eternal youth. I gut laugh probably a hundred times a day every single day. <laughs> that that explains why you have an age now. Because I was looking at your pictures and I'm like, this dude has been acting since the 80s and he looks exactly the same. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I get that every single day. I truly believe that that like like I said, as a matter of fact, they did an article recently. They're getting ready to introduce laughter therapy. They did a documentary on um, on people who live past a hundred years old, uh, and um, one of the key factors they found for all of the people was that every single one of them laughed every single day all day long. That's all they did was laugh. I, I do believe that's the key, too, because I suffer from lupus, and I tell all of my lupus friends that are going through what I'm going through that laughter is the key. When I'm down, I put on comedy. You know, my family and I, we clown and we laugh, and that's what keeps you going. That's what keeps you healthy. It really does. Laughter, I don't know what it is, it will keep you healthy. 
I've, I've had one cold in 15 years. I've been sick once wow. in 15, and I was actually shocked that I got sick. And it's funny because I always, everybody, I, I, I never see you sick. I've never been sick in 15 years. I was bragging about that. And then one day, because I always say I never get sick, and then one day I said, I think I'm going to get sick. And I don't know why I said that. And it, two days later, I'm sick. That, that's how the yeah. universe works. Once you put it out there, it comes back quick. Sometimes a little slow, but it's quick. It's exactly right. Now, people seem to think that just because, you know, they don't see you as an actor in front of the camera, that you're not working. That, okay, Miguel, we ain't seen him while he ain't doing that. And you've been, you, so you mentioned that you've been producing and writing for some time now. Tell us about those projects that you're working on. I don't know if you know, well, you're sure you know about Bells. Bells is a TV show that I created right now. Me, Keith, David, Ella Joyce, uh, Tammy Roman, and uh, Keith David. It's on TV One. It comes on TV One. I created that with my partner, the creator of the Cosby Show, and executive produced that. I just executive produced Nick Cannon's new movie that's coming out called School Dance. It'll be coming out this summer. And, and I produced a movie called Diamond Dogs and... Um, which is in on, on DVD that I starred in. I produced another movie that I starred in called Double Cross, which is also on DVD. Nice. And see, I'm I'm a huge fan of Bells. I love the fact that my family can sit down and watch a scripted show without. Well, how how can I put this tactful? Without being ghetto about it, you know, like some shows portray black people as ghetto, always, always loud and boisterous. That's not who we are, you know, all the time. That's not who all of us are, put it that way. And I love Bells. I love the little girl that narrated. She is adorable. And I love everything about that show. And I support, I support Bells and I support you and what you're doing. Thank you for putting out good quality television. All right. Now, you, you had the chance to work with some of the most exceptionally talented people. Who haven't you worked with but would like to? Who did I haven't worked with that I haven't that I'd like to? Will Smith, that's the only person I haven't worked with that I like to work with. You know what, that would be so tight. I was on the Will Smith, I was on the Fresh Prince, but I like to work with him in a movie because I like his movie. Mm-hmm. We're going to put that out in the universe and make that happen. Oh, yeah, it's going to happen. I just put it out there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, you worked on a lot of projects, had a lot of roles. What roles slash projects are you most proud of and why? Um, I would have to say Joanna Man and Sparks, both because I was allowed to do what I do, and they both uh, became exceptional projects because I was allowed to do what I do. Let's reverse that. What projects you've done that you weren't so proud of and why? Uh, what project was it? The only project I've ever done I'm not proud of was a thing I did a guest on a thing called Mountain. Mountain is space because I played a gay guy and I didn't like it. What did you not like about it? You didn't like the way it was put out? Or you I didn't like, didn't like the role. I didn't like the dialogue. I didn't like the role. I didn't like because they changed it up when I got there. Oh, okay. And I, but, you know, everything I've done, I'm pretty much proud of. Which do you like the most, being in front of the camera or behind? I like them both equally because they're both challenging. They're both exciting, mm-hmm. and I, I, I like them both equally. What type of, um, I've seen Bells. Like I said, I love the television show Bells. But what other type of things you would like to produce for television? Drama, you know, a couple of dramas. 
because you know we always got Tom Black Tom, and I like to see a really nice uh, uh, African American drama because you know they always give us mm-hmm. comedy, but they don't have to give us the drama. I would love to see an African American drama, which I, mm-hmm. and that's what I like to do. Man. I like to produce a drama and keep comedy coming. Nice. I, mean, I like what Tyler Perry is doing. You know, there's a lot of people that support Tyler Perry, and there's an equal amount of people that dislike what he's doing. You know, a lot of them say that um, a lot of his characters are loud, boisterous, too over the top, and sometimes unrealistic. What do you think about Tyler Perry and the things that he's done and what he's contributed to um, entertainment? No, I think well, I, I, listen, I think people can hate on Tyler all of they want. Tyler's getting it done. The most important thing is getting it done. Tyler Perry, here's a, I'm so proud of Tyler Perry because Tyler Perry is, is a career that I think that most people should emulate. Because here's my thing. Tyler Perry was a guy who didn't sit around like we're talking about waiting for Hollywood to come around and come up with something for him. Tyler Perry got fed up with Hollywood and, and all the things that blacks go through. So he decided that he was going to make his own character, make his own way, make his own show, make his own movies, and he's done that. He is something that all black mm-hmm. people should look to look up to because of that. If you can't find yeah. a way, make your own way. I am so, so proud, proud of what he's done. And I think what he's done should be taught in colleges. It should be taught in anything mm. because the bottom line is if you can't find one way, you make your way. Tyler Perry couldn't get a job. And, and so Tyler Perry said, you know what, I'm not going to wait on somebody to give me a handout. So he went out and, and learned how to cook and start cooking himself and start waiting for a handout. Mm-hmm. That's what I say. And people okay. hate because Tyler, but he's, he's putting, he's, he's doing something. And, 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 and I agree, some of his, his, his characters are loud, some of them are dancey, and all of that stuff is all true. But the bottom line is, he's putting black folks to work, he's putting projects mm-hmm. on the air, and he's getting it done. That's the bottom line. And if somebody got something to say or to complain or to hate about what he's doing, then you change it. Then you go do something. But right now, don't cut out what, or don't discredit what he's doing because it's not what you want to do. That's how I look at mm-hmm. it. Well, I co-sign with you. I co-sign. Now, you've been in the industry, like I said, your career spans over 25 years. What advice would you give to those that are pursuing film, television, as actors, producers, et cetera, et cetera. What I would say to them is learn the business. Act, produce, and write as much as you can act, produce, and write. Don't be out there with no uh, disillusioned Hollywood uh, 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 idiocy and thinking that you're supposed to get $200 million to be in a $300 movie. Keep a real mm. Learn the business. Most of the time, people think, most of them, and then they have all these unrealistic expectations of how it's supposed to be and how they think it's supposed mm-hmm. to be and this is how it's supposed to be, and, and that don't sound right. Listen, if you know how it's supposed to be and you know how it sounds, then you won't have to question what it's, what it's supposed to be or what it sounds like. Learn the business, and, and if you learn the business, and any chance you get to produce, produce. Any chance you get to act, act. Any chance you get to write, write. You should be doing it all the mm-hmm. time. And the more you do, the more you throw against the wall, something's going to stick. So the more you do, the more you learn. And learn the business because if you're going to be in this business, because you can be the best actor, best producer, best writer in this business, but if nobody knows it, it won't do anybody anybody any good. So the key is to just keep doing it, keep 
on producing, keep on writing, and keep real expectations. Learn the business so you can write it and then you know what to do with it. Or you can produce it and then you know what to do with it. And you, then when somebody comes to you after you've done it and they like it and then they want to offer you a deal, you'll know what that deal is supposed to sound like, supposed to look like, supposed to be like. And if anybody tells you that they are a producer and they can help you and they can do theirs and they want to jump on board, IMDB them and see what they've really done. It's called IMDB.com, Internet Movie Database. And I'll tell you everything. Nobody can say they produce this and lie anymore because you go to the Internet Movie Database, IMDB.com, and it'll tell you exactly what they've done. So that's my thing. Because every time I try to help people who, you know, I might meet out and say, I got the idea, da, da, And then when you start, they have all these business-minded, unrealistic expectations from whatever it is they're trying to do. So that's my advice. Great advice from the veteran, guys. There you have it. Tell us something that many don't know about Miguel Nunez. Tell us, Nunez, tell us something that no one really knows. No one really knows. Okay. Well, I'll tell you something. Probably. I know the Bible inside and out. I know that. I know the Bible inside and out. I go to church on Sunday. I go to church on Wednesday. I tithe faithfully. Faithfully. That is, the, that is the key to prosperity. Whether you want to believe it or not, it is 100% the key to prosperity. That's the, 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 the giving and receiving. If you give your tithes and all that stuff, I used to think it was just church talk. Every time somebody mm-hmm. said, tithe, tithe. I thought it was just church talk. And I used to hear my grandmother and get up there and go, you know, and you start tithing, and next thing you know, chicks just start coming in the mail. And all of that stuff. I always thought that was church talk. And I always thought the preacher put that person up on there just because they know they were going to say that, so they can get people to tithe more when the time came for the offering. And then recently, my pastor, he was telling us the story of him and his first lady, how they started out, they didn't have a car, somebody gave them a car. And I got to be honest with you, mm-hmm. I still really, really didn't believe that. I thought mm-hmm. the same thing was just trying to do what they need to do to get people tied and put money in the church so the church can grow and it's all good. That's what I thought. So then recently, mm-hmm. I decided I'm going to start tithing faithful. So every time I got a check, I run to the church and tithe. And when I get there, I run to the church and tithe. And the first time I did a check, uh, before I could get back to the freeway, I get a call from somebody on the internet. The problem I had information on the internet and wanted me to do a movie and pay me $15,000. And this is like wow. before I got the church. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, okay. So next I go through a divorce. I quite get the car. So I'm out of a car. So then mm-hmm. a friend of mine gives me a $50,000 car. Get out. After I go tired again. Just give this to me. So then... The next time I tie, I get a big check, I rush to go tie. Rush, I go tie, come back, and I get an email that says, a, a, a week later, an email says, um, we just found a check for you for $35,000. You need to contact us. Oh, man. And every single time I tied, it happened. I was in shock. I'm still in shock. Every single time it happens. So that's why you might want to know that you don't know about me. Oof, that's deep. Thank you. That's a lesson in itself. Thank you for sharing that. But it's real. It's real. I dare anybody to try. I dare anybody to try and see what happens. You're going to be doing the same thing. You're going to be testimonial. 
it's so cool that you would admit that because my mentality was probably the same as yours before you started tithing. It's like, why am I paying for this man's Rolls Royce? You're paying for the pastor's $2 million house. You know, why am I giving up my little money to support? Yeah, it's every shoot in the world. The devil's going to take every shoot in the world because it's like this. The devil's going to make sure. He don't want you to get that. He knows it works. And he knows that once you find out it works, you're going to have more faith. He don't want that to happen. And he always tells you, you ain't got enough to do it. I'm going to tie whatever it is. I'm tired. You're going to get my tired. And I promise you, <laughs> you're going to start thinking, now, okay, now this ain't real. This Okay, this is. So, like, after the first check, I'm thinking, okay, but that was just, I'm still going to tie, but right. I'm not going to Coincidence, that right? Was, yeah, exactly. I'm not going to say that was one of those grandmas. I didn't think that would have happened anyway. So I was still saying it. And then again, and then again, and then again, and then again. It's like, okay, it, it, mm. there's something wrong. <laughs> there's something wrong with this. I like it. <laughs> so that's, that's what I am. Tell us, tell us something that you wish you knew when you were younger, but you'd recently discovered, besides the tithing. You wish you knew when you were younger, the younger you, but you recently discovered. Huh. That's a good one. That's probably one of the best questions I think I ever heard. Say that again. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us something you wish you knew when you were younger, but you recently discovered. I wish I knew when I was younger. Not to marry my wife. <laughs> <laughs> That's the honest to God truth. <laughs> That's the really? only thing I think of. Really? Come on, Miguel. Yeah, yeah. It's horrible, it's horrible horrible now. Come on. No, it was great. It was the first, we were married 15 years. The first great 12 years. Great 12 years. Wow. And you just let three years just piss you off to throw away the 12, though? No, but it was just, no, no, because after everything's we've been going through and it's ugly, ugly, horrible divorce, it turned out to be all about money and it's just, just yeah. I, I don't know. That, that's the only thing I would change. Yeah. I would change that before change living in the street, eating out of the trash, waking up living in in, 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 in a mission downtown L.A. with lights on me, trash and everything, having to get paint sprayed with poison, no food, wow. living homeless in the streets. I would still change that more than that. And I, I got my two mm-hmm. beautiful daughters out of that marriage. I, I wouldn't want to mm-hmm. lose that, though. But right. I just think divorce is the worst thing in the history of of, of the universe. It's almost like you don't know who the person was when you're going through that the divorce. Is like, exactly, that is exactly what it, And that's my best friend, Eddie Murphy, and that's exactly the person. You mentioned all your projects that you worked on and working on. When can we expect to see some of these projects? I know you have a film coming out, hopefully this summer, with Nick Cannon, and you have some events coming up. Can you give yeah, us a date summer. on which we expect it? That's this summer. You know, I've got to find out and get the exact date. I'm not sure yet, but I'll get the exact okay. date, and I'll okay. let you know. Yeah, please do, because I would love to help promote it on the show, and um, perhaps maybe have you guys, some of you guys on at one time to help promote it. Hey, whatever we got to do to get this film seen, because I support everything that you're doing. Okay, you got it. Now, before I let you go, Mr. Nunez, how can everybody connect with you? You got your Twitter on, you're on Facebook. How can everybody, all your fans and new fans and old fans connect with you? Miguel A. Nunez Jr. dot com and at Miguel A. Nunez Jr. There we go. 
I want to thank you for coming on the Sidekick Radio Show. It's a pleasure, and you're welcome back anytime. This is you say when. Thank you so much, and God bless you all. Thank you all for tuning in to the Psy Effect Radio Show, and uh, thanks again to my special guest, Mr. Miguel A. Nunez Jr. Also, follow him on Twitter, Miguel Nunez, Miguel A. Nunez Jr. on Twitter. Um, just Google him; you'll find all the social networks that he's on. Also, follow me on Twitter at I am Psy and Instagram I am Psy, and also check out the Psy Effect fan page on Facebook. Just like us, we have over two thousand followers. And counting, I do appreciate you guys' support. Thank you so much. Stay tuned because you never know who you're going to hear on the Psy Effect Radio Show. So until next time, continue to spread peace and love. Mwah.